105.3 FM HD2. This is Tom Fitzmorris with the second course of The Food Show. It's our program of eating and drinking and restaurants, cooking and wine and all of that. Our number is 260-6368. Area code 504-504-260-6368. What uh, we're focused on today, if, if this could be considered a focus, or if we can even use the word focus on this program, but uh, I... It was at lunch at Commander's Palace today. The radio station wanted to produce a a little uh, video that to put to put on their website, and because uh, it's celebrating the 125th anniversary of uh, Commander's Palace, which recently happened. So anyway, they thought that we'd do something like that, and I went over there and did it, and then everybody else went home except me, and I had uh, lunch with uh, Lally Brennan. And uh, T. Martin, who are the who are cousins, and they are the owners of Commanders, along with a couple of other restaurants. Anyway, had a really nice lunch, and I got to thinking. You know, I've been saying for quite a long time that this is the best restaurant in New Orleans. It's not my favorite restaurant because I have special uh, thoughts about that, but it certainly is. Uh, they do all the things that need to be done, and they do it very well. And uh, I'm asking you, do you agree with that, or do you think it's all a bunch of hype or something like that along those lines? So uh, call us, 260-6368. And someone has already. It's Vincent. Welcome. Hey, Tom. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you for calling. Um, I, I don't know if you've talked about this this week or whatever. But it doesn't matter. We'll talk about it again if you okay. want to talk about it. We, we need a restaurant for Christmas Day. Uh-huh. Where will you be? What what part of town do you are you figuring on, and and what do you uh, what do you want to eat, too? Well, we're in Metairie, and we're very open. Okay. I think my first pick would be Andrea's. <laughs> uh, they're open. They have a special price on their uh, Christmas menu. You have a lot of choices. Uh, it's family friendly if you want to bring over kids. Uh, and, uh, you know, the, although it's an Italian restaurant, you know, they, they have some pasta dishes in there, but they also have turkey. They have prime rib. They have uh, uh, a lot of seafood. So pretty, pretty good selection. And I think the price is more than fair. OK. And, and what else? Uh, what else? What? Oh, let's see. How many? Uh, you know, th- this it's is going to be about four, just four or five, four or five people. Yes, sir. OK. Um and you want to stay in Metairie? No, we don't have to. But oh, okay. I mean, I but but uh, there are uh, there are a lot of restaurants in town uh, that are going to be open, uh, particularly in the hotels. You you can always find uh, a place to eat in the hotels. And of the ones that are out there, that you uh, do you have, do you have a price? Uh, Breakdown for this? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. Okay. Uh, I, I think you're, if you can get into uh, the Pelican Club, that's a, okay. real, that's a really good one. I love, I love the Pelican Club. Oh, okay. Well, then uh, you've got that. Uh, Tommy's in the Warehouse District, I think, is Very a terrific place. Okay. Oh, you've been there already. All right. Uh, Arno's is going to be there. Uh, and uh, also uh, the uh, Trinas. Trinas is the hotel restaurant in the Hotel Intercontinental. It's a casual place, but their food is really good. I have uh, not been there. 
It's, it's terrific. Okay. And uh, later today, I've been trying to get this thing finished for the last few days and I've had a few interruptions. But uh, I'm going to post a list of all the restaurants in town that are going to be open on Christmas or New Year's or both. And I'm going to give a rating on all of them, too. But it's almost finished. I couldn't quite get it done this morning. But it'll be out uh, very late today and by tomorrow. If you go to nomenu.com, you'll see it displayed right there on the front. Thank you so much. All right. Well, yes, thanks, sir. thanks for calling. 2606368. Just when you're trying to get something done, oftentimes uh, some goofy thing happens. And this was something, uh, it's boring to even talk about, but uh, there was this link that I could move d- data around very easily and it broke down on me for some reason. Anyway, that's what kept me from doing it. But we still have a, a whole week left before before Christmas, so you have uh, time to make these reservations and get on it and make sure you have a good place to go on those two days, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. New Year's Eve and New Year's Day are a little bit easier. Just about everybody in the world is open on New Year's Eve night because that's the busiest night of the year in the restaurant business, <clears throat> and everybody wants to go out that day. So anyway, I'm going to have all of those lists up on my website. Again, the, the, the location is nomenu.com. It's free, and uh, I, I publish a newsletter every day, and I put it up on that website, and uh, that's how you find out about it. 2606368. Call right now. You'll get right in, and uh, we'd love to hear from you about absolutely anything on your mind. And, you know, if, you, if, if it's going to be a little while before you get home, uh, you know, give me a call anyway. Uh, or, or just put it off until you, it's easier for you to, uh, to talk. Uh, it's, you know, and I, I asked this a few weeks ago, and I never got an answer on it from anybody. Is there actually a law prohibiting you from uh, you making a phone call on your smartphone while you're driving? It seems to me I saw an article saying that you are, that you're not supposed to be driving and talking on a cell phone at the same time. Uh, my cell phone is rigged up, and I didn't do this. It sort of came with it, uh, such that if the phone rings while I'm driving, it won't answer it. And I can't make an outgoing call either while I'm driving. Uh, well, that's a good thing. Two six zero six three six eight. So you better get something else. I'm, I have some cooking to do the day before. Uh, I have, uh, we're all going over to my wife's sister's house, and she always puts on a, a nice party. And I'm asked only to bring my root beer glazed ham, which I do so gladly, and uh, also uh, a cheesecake. So uh, do a little cooking. Why not? You know, people love it. I have another party to go to tomorrow. And uh, I'm bringing the champagne. That's always uh, something that will get you some attention. 260-6368. 260-MENU is our number. Well, anyway, Stephen is here. Welcome to the food show. Hey. How you doing? I'm all right, you know. I went to Fiorella's today. Did you? And? Just left. Yeah. I thought it was great. I mean, I, I think I cook a better fried chicken than they do, but it was pretty close to what mine is anyway. Oh, wow. uh, I think that, which is what they're known for, is their fried chicken. But um, 
they but they also specials. they also have uh, poor boys. They have uh, Italian yeah. food on the menu. Yeah, it's today a- was meatloaf as their special. Um, and then, of course, red beans on Monday and Thursday, they have white beans. I don't know what it is about Thursday and white beans. I don't know, but that is a regular, uh, regularly offered thing. And at dinner, uh, it's steak night in a lot of restaurants. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, I did bring two of their desserts home. They're Creole uh, uh, cheesecake. Creole cream cheese what, what, cheesecake. Oh, I see. So they, yeah, they replaced some of the Philadelphia cream cheese with cream yeah. cheese. Well, that's interesting. That that yeah. actually comes out great. And you wouldn't believe what restaurant was the original uh, one that that, that uh, put that out. Commanders. That's it. They invented it. Uh, that happened during the reign of Paul yeah. Prudhomme. Yeah, and I also. Um, they had chicken chitlins, which I had never seen on uh, on a menu anywhere. Chicken what? Chitlins. Chitlins. I didn't know that chickens had chitlins. Well, I mean, I heard of it somewhere else recently, um, but I tried it, and it was Uncle Uncle Bob's uh, chicken chitlins. So I thought, well, you know, Tom says if it's got a family name on it or somebody's name on it, you ought to try it. <laughs> Did I so, ever say uh, that? Yeah. Uh-huh. Really? Well, you said if it's got the mother's name on the, you know, that's the best thing in the, in the restaurant. Oh, I so, see. Yeah. Well, that's uh, usually true. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it was, they were really good. I mean, they were basically chicken skins. Tried, but uh-huh. uh, and it had a little different taste. I think it was a little spicier than um, the um, the regular chicken recipe. Um, uh-huh. And I did find that everything needed a little salt and a little pepper, but I'd rather add it than have too much in there. Yeah, because there's nothing you can do about it once it's there's, in there. That's right. Yeah. 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 Well, so, all right. Uh, the, I'll the, let you know on the cheesecake <clears throat> and the white bread pudding. Okay. Tomorrow. Well, all right. Or whenever. Yeah, well, whenever, you know. If yeah. It, if well, it ever crosses your mind again. Yeah. Okay. okay so have a good day. Thank you. See ya. I have been doing a Revion of the day. Let's pick one out. You hear from the book. Let's see here. Uh, oh, this is a good one. Criollo, oh, that's how I would say it, and how people who speak English, uh, speak uh, Spanish, rather, uh, or who speak uh, probably Italian or French, for that matter. Uh, Criollo, or they call it Criollo, C-R-I-O-L-L-O. It's the main restaurant of the Hotel Intercontinental, so it's right across the street from Mr. B's. It's a great-looking place. And here is what they are serving for $75. It's a $75 uh, menu. Let's see how many courses you get. Uh, You start off with some amuse-bouches. These are little flavored, you know, little tiny appetizers that they get, you know, a little bit of food to start off the meal. This is the thing when the waiter comes over. He always says, every single one of them that has ever put this out always uses this phrase, a little something from the chef. Anyway, uh, tuna carpaccio, that would be raw tuna, kind of either sliced very thinly or pounded till it's very thin, 
You can either way qualifies. With cucumbers, cane vinegar, and black sesame. That's very hip right now, black sesame seeds. Uh, on to the real appetizer, grilled lamb rosettes with, skeered, with seared scallops, turnip greens, and red beet puree. I don't think I've ever had a beet puree. Maybe I have, but I don't remember it. Sounds good, but anyway, that's the that's, uh, first option. Second one is fricassee of rabbit with sweetbreads, mayatake. I don't know what that is. I'll have to look it up. Uh, white beach. White beach? Beach what? Beach nuts? I, I don't, once again, uh, I don't know if that's a, a, a beach is related sort of to a chestnut, but that's not something I would believe. Sh- yellow chanterelles are just the most wonderful uh, mushrooms imaginable. Uh, again, with this, something called mayatake. Uh Anyway, the uh, then there's let's see. Also in here is foie gras stuffed quail with glace. A glace is a, you know a coating that has a little savory quality to it. Sun dried cherry and pistachio chutney. Then a soup after the, this is quite a meal for seventy five dollars. Uh, a roasted accord. Ac- it must be acorn squash. Yeah, I'm sure that's what it is. Acorn squash soup. Uh, with a smoked ham hock chive oil as extra ingredients in there. Then you have a salad, heirloom beet salad, kara kara orange. I have no idea. Boy, a lot of exotic stuff in this restaurant. Marcona almonds, pickled red onions, goat cheese vinaigrette. Now on to the entrees. How many courses is this already? One, two, three, four, five, five courses. Lamb navarin. A navarin is a sort of a stewed... Till it falls off the bone, a uh, dish of usually red meats. You don't see that word too much anymore. Stone ground yellow grits, morel mushrooms. Morel mushrooms are fantastic, and they're, they're very much geared into this time of year, morel mushrooms. Natural Jew, and then uh, grilled, version, uh, uh, grilled venison uh, noisette with duck fat fried potatoes and leeks and sauce chasseur. And I'm still not at the end of this uh, recipe here, this uh, menu, rather. Flounders with scallop Mussolini, not Mussolini, uh, Mussolini, yeah, there we go. Uh, Lemon, asparagus, roasted goose. Geez, this is a huge menu. Well, anyway, that's one of the good ones. I hadn't even noticed that until now. All right, uh, that's at the Monteleon Hotel, their main restaurant, which is called Criollo. And $75 Eat Club, oh, excuse me, um, I wish it were an Eat Club, uh, but it's a, a, a Revion menu. Anybody out there been to a Revion menu dinner? Uh, you know, that I, I know you probably get sick of hearing me talk about it. It is just plain and simple the best dining value of the entire year. It's been that way for years and years. This year is even better than ever. Uh, It is not just the regular menu of these restaurants that have been rejiggered and put in in the program. These are, in most cases, just original food, and the chefs seem to be having a good time with this. I can tell you that you will have a very good time with it, uh, first of all, because of the goodness of the food. Also, the fact that it is tuned into 
the uh, into the season. And then what tops this off is that the price is just fantastic for what is uh, coming out. So uh, unless you don't like to eat in restaurants or you don't like good food, uh, if you miss these, these dinners that are going on at about 65 restaurants around town, just go to a couple of them or whatever you can, uh, can work out, and uh, you will mem- remember that dinner for a long time because uh, it is really happening. 2606368. 2606368. I am uh, ready here to talk with you about anything having to do with eating, about food, about restaurants, wine, cooking, all of that. I'm not claiming that I know everything about all those things, but if I don't know the answer to something, there'll be somebody out there listening to us who will know all about it, and then uh, then we've got our answer. So uh, call us, would you? And, you know, it's, it, this is a call-in program. Uh, when we don't get any calls, it's sort of like uh, a car going down the street with one flat tire or maybe all five flat tires even. Uh, and it, we, we're a whole lot more interesting if uh, people call in. And that may as well be you. I mean, why not? You know, give us a call. 260-6368. Our program today is sponsored by New Orleans Hamburger and Seafood Company. Yesterday I was talking about the hamburger aspect of this and how much better they have gotten over the last so bunch of years, five years, ten years maybe. Uh, at the beginning, it was already way ahead of the crowd, but uh, it has moved forward, and it, they are putting out some very seriously good hamburgers, proving that the hamburger can be a gourmet dish. But the seafood side of things is every bit as impressive, and the reason is something that's very simple. First of all, they start off with very good quality, catfish and, and shrimp and oysters and the entire range of things. They cook it all to order. It's not sitting there under a heat lamp. You order a, uh, a seafood platter, you know, with a little bit of everything in it. They will fry all of that for you. Now, it, it gets even better than that. While it's in the fryer, if the chef notices that there is any darkening of the oil or whether there's any kind of uh, offbeat stuff floating around inside, they strain it out or they just pitch it and start over with fresh oil. They do that because they know if you cook with, uh, if you fry, th- fry things long enough, the the oil just starts deteriorating and you just don't get a, as good a package as you would if it had been uh, kept up with the entire time. But that's exactly what they do. They are always on top of that. The seafood is crisp. It's greaseless. It's just the way you want it, golden brown. And it's all over the place on the menu at the New Orleans Hamburger and Seafood Company with many locations around the area for you to enjoy. The New Orleans Hamburger and Seafood Company. Our program, oh, oh, look, Jerry is here. Jerry, welcome to the food show. Hello, Tom. I um, heard you ask mm. earlier about one of the uh, the best restaurants in New Orleans. Yeah. And um, I uh, I had to bring up Commander's. Hey, matter of fact, I'll, I'll be there Friday night, yeah. and we absolutely can't wait. Um, yeah, I mean, God knows New Orleans has great restaurants, but yeah. from the minute you walk in the door there, the way you're greeted... Uh, the staff, the way, the way the food is presented, everything about it—it's just 
is just fabulous. And so that would be my choice. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm right with you. And I, I'm just amazed. You know, we, we've been doing this program for 30 years. And we, I've been doing, uh, you know, various kind of radio and print things for even longer than that. I cannot remember an, a time in all those years where there was such unanimity on the uh, feelings of New Orleans diners, uh, diners as to which is the best restaurant in New Orleans. Everybody yeah. says Commander's. Well, and, they do it right. I mean, I, yeah, I'm, I'm, you don't have to talk me into it. I'm, I'm <laughs> right with you. Well, they get my vote. I do have one quick question for you. Right. I am planning to do a rib roast for Christmas dinner, yeah. Christmas evening, at about 10, five, five males, five females. Uh, and I was curious on size of a rib roast to feed us all pretty, pretty good. Um, what do you think? So you're doing the whole loin and the whole yes. thing, or you you're doing racks of, of this? Uh, the rack, actually. Yeah, yeah. it'd be the, the okay. bone in. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, if you cut them, uh, if you uh, cut them generously, meaning that you would get, you know, a, a typical whole uh, prime rib would run you. That's usually seven ribs. Okay. So uh, it depends on how closely you cut it to the bone, but I would say it would be somewhere between. One and two per person, unless you have some really big eaters in there. And, okay. And then, well, yeah, I have one or two like that. Uh, and, maybe, or, and of course, you need some side dishes too. So, uh, sure, sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, two two ribs well, worth per person. Okay, yeah. that's good to know. Yeah. And then, as far as uh, procedure, I mean, you know, I I've never done one before, but I I, I you know you, you go on the computer and you look and you have ten different types of recipes, yeah. but I was looking for something that was basic. I mean, something that right. was obviously the flavor of the meat, you know. Okay. Uh, I'm going to give you a, a broad generalization of this, and if you just remember this as you cook it, I think everything okay. will be fine. The deal okay. is that you you really have to cook it twice. The first time around, or actually you could swap these if for some reason it is inconvenient to do it the other way. Uh, mm -hmm. The first uh, part of the cooking is with your heat as practically as high as you can go with it. But be careful. There's a lot of fat on those things. And if you're, like, in the oven at 500 degrees and it catches on fire, just don't open right. up the oven and let it die itself out. Uh, okay. Or do other things that uh, you, you should know as a, a practicing cook. So anyhow, right. uh, what you're looking for here is to put a crust on the outside all the way around, and this involves opening it up and turning it around and, you know, letting it go for another while. Uh, you're not looking for any particular time. You're not looking for, even in this case, not a temperature either, just looking for that sort of semi-blackened exterior. You right, can do okay. that on a grill. You can do it in your oven. I wouldn't try doing it on stovetop or anything like that. Those two. Oh. And then once you've hit that point, take them out of the oven and then uh, take or the grill or whatever you're using. Lower the temperature in the grill to about 250 to 300 degrees and put them back in and let them go until you hit a temperature. What do you think you're after here? Well done? Uh, uh, yeah, well, yeah. not well done, but... but medium? But, yeah, yeah. Medium, medium well, let's okay. If you don't have a meat thermometer, go to Rouse's or anywhere else. You can now buy a meat thermometer for under 10 bucks, and they are essential yeah. to a lot right. of cooking. 
and you just shove it right in the middle. This is a test instrument. You don't, it, you don't let it just sit in there the whole time. You, you take the temperature of it. You want to hit for, if you want to have medium, uh, I would be looking for about 130 degrees on the internal. Make sure it, the, the, the probe is not hitting the bones because the bones right. are, are funny. And then you right. just let it go until it reaches that, that temperature. And I, you will have something that is nice and juicy in the middle and crusty on the outside, which is very exciting when, when it comes to beef. Well, At least it is to my thinking. Absolutely, and, yeah. And you again, I tell you, you can do it the other way around. You can do the slow cooking way. And by the way, that slow cooking aspect of it, that might take a couple of hours. Okay, yeah. okay. Um, we'll have all day. I mean, it'll be... It'll, well, there we'll you go. That'll, that'll work. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, so uh, you could do the, the easy you know, slow cooking first and then the blasting uh, uh, later at the, as the second stage. I usually do it the other way, but uh, you can. Okay. okay. And that's it. That's and the I, essence. Oh, and by the way, uh, season these things very well. Uh, that was my next question. Yeah. yeah. Use uh, about maybe a third more salt than your instincts tell you. Mm-hmm. Uh, most butchers will tell you this. Most people do not season with salt their beef enough okay okay uh, and then so just pepper and you know basic, basic yeah. salt and pepper yeah salt and pepper or you can you know you can use their special uh in, in the special uh mixes that you will find in the uh in the uh, uh, spice department of the supermarket and it'll be specific okay. they'll say you know for roast beef you know or for uh, roast roast ribs uh, right, and right. and and you can use uh, some of those. I, I'm never disappointed by them. Strangely enough, well, I'm looking forward to it. I've never cooked one, like I said, and, and yeah. I, I see pictures of them. And every time I see a yeah. picture of them, I can't wait to to eat something. I don't know, you know. So, well, good. Good luck uh, with that. Yeah. I, I yeah. think you'll get it. Let me know after it happens. Call me and tell me how it went. I will do it. Thanks, Tom. Thank you. See ya. Stay tuned. Uh, what do we have? We, we're going to. Oh, by the way, did the Saints win yesterday? They did. Did they win in a way that made them look tough? They they winded. <laughs> uh, have a good evening. Go to one of those Revion dinners. I'm telling you, you will be, you will thank me. You have so many choices. It's such a great deal. And they're not even a sponsor of our show. I don't mind. I love it. It's the French Quarter Festival puts it together. It's a nonprofit, local nonprofit. Uh, back tomorrow. Or, you know, you can just keep listening. We have everything we've told you already all over again in case you missed it the first time. Good night. Thank you.